and that can only mean one thing my lovers my lovelies welcome back to the very first naked football show for uh, 19 20 months is it i'm not sure and i'm joined um as i said earlier uh, in the previous show by the very radiant mr matt making how are you matt i'm very well thank you gb thanks for having me on again and uh, pleasure to have your dulcet tones um, honoring the airwaves uh, matt is on for one particular reason this week um because it's the first of for a long while of uh the introduction of um it's not an introduction is it i'm talking rubbish um of of turnstile blue fanzine yes so yep um we haven't had an issue out since uh january 2020 um we didn't think it was going to be quite as long as a gap as this um but we've got issue 23 of uh what was originally a one-off fanzine back in 2012 yeah. coming out um going on sale before the game against mk dons on saturday right so i um, so it Deciding whether to talk about last night's game or go straight and talk about a thingy and then talk about last night's game. Which order would you like to do it in, Matthew? Oh, let, let, let's do the nice bit with the fanzine first. Okay, that's good. Okay, <laughs> he says not trying to pull off the other bit. And then we can have the moaning and the tears afterwards. Okay, yeah. Well, so what have we got in? Um, so I mean, it's one of the sort of few advantages of not being able to get a print issue out. Such like, there's been a lot to talk about. Obviously, when we started the fanzine back in 2012, it was all around the concerns that we as a group had around how Mark Evans was running the club, and obviously, Mark Evans is no longer running the clubs um, since we last. Obviously, he's got a small stake in Game Changer 20. Mm. He might get his money back, um, but it's it, it's a new new ownership, new chairman, new chief executive. So, obviously, we've uh, we've written quite a lot about that. Um, and also what we'd like to see from the new owners. Obviously, we've seen a bit already of their intentions, and Mark Ashton's made it very clear about bringing Portman Road back up to the standard that we've all expected of it for some time, and that was always one of our big concerns before, was the Portman Road had become so dilapidated with the mould on the roof, and I can remember where I sit in the church was looking up, and for a long time you could see a fallen tree branch. Yeah. God knows where that come from. Well, a tree, obviously, but um, <laughs> on the and roof. The, the, the mould on the pitch as well. The, the, yes, the mould on the pitch. <laughs> And and uh, well and and on a serious note on the pitch, we've gone from having one of the best pitches in the country yeah. um, to it really needs proper looking at. And Ashton seems very sincere. And I, I listened to his interview with uh, Kings of Anglia um, before the season started, and he, he came across very sincere and genuine. Mm. Um, we've also obviously taken a look at the very tragic passing of uh, Paul Mariner. Yeah. Recently, um, Gavin Barber's written a, a really nice piece on, on what. Paul meant not just to the club and to the fans and actually to the town of Ipswich mm. as well and he's a great player um, I, my family's from Plymouth originally and um, after Paul passed away actually my mum disclosed she can remember watching him play for Argyle when really? she was younger and, and, and well, well, well I'll stop you there because that's a really good uh, a good chance to promote um, Malcolm who runs the Kevin Beatty Foundation of course has organised this evening for Paul Manor hasn't he at, mm. which you must be aware of yeah. in Plymouth on the 31st I think of October because we play Plymouth on the 30th don't we is it, the, is it October? We do yes because we've got the double header with the we, men's and, and the women's game and then we have the women's weekend. game on the day after yeah. and that's in the evening is the Paul Mariner uh, day, which apparently is doing really really well and there's all sorts of goodies that he's got lined up and everything and um so the best way to get hold of that or to find out more about that is to get hold of Malcolm via the Kevin Beatty Foundation on Twitter. And uh, just just Google the Kevin Beatty Foundation and you'll find out all the things that are going on. For the late, great Mr. Paul Mariner, probably our greatest ever centre forward alongside Ray Crawford, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit too young to remember 
Paul playing for Ipswich, but I do remember when he, when he came back as Plymouth manager, and it must have been what 2010, it was Roy Keane's era, and just how warmly he was received by everybody yeah. in the home stands, um, and just you knew even as somebody who didn't watch him play for the club, just how much he meant to people mm. who who had had the luck to be able to to watch him in his pomp in an Ipswich shirt. Yeah, no, he was absolutely and a, and a crazy character by all in, all the characters. Didn't well, think he was, but well, everyone you, te- you everyone you hear from who ever played with him, they think he was a madman. Well, there was Quite even that guy. story when he came back as Plymouth manager. He gave his jacket to somebody in the crowd, and then he had to put a call out because he'd left his reading glasses in the pocket. Oh, right. I do remember that. <laughs> this message went out that, from the club yeah. after whoever's got Paul Marin's jacket. Could he please have his reading yeah. glasses? <laughs> yeah, fantastic player, absolutely. God, we could yeah. do with someone like that at the moment. Oh, absolutely. Um, and we've also got a piece in about sort of the, the life and career, and again the, the, the tragic death of Daly and Atkinson, obviously in the wake oh, of yeah. um, the recent um, manslaughter conviction in relation to his death. Um, yeah. Rob Freeman's done a, re- a really in-depth piece about Daly and, yeah. and and what happened to him, and that that's that's uh, that alone is worth a read. We've also got some upbeat stuff in there as well. I've put in a piece. Um, it, uh, around the women's team and obviously the success we've had with the successful application to move up to um, the third tier of women's yeah. football and also the signing um, professional contract signing started off with Sophie Peskett and now had nine, exactly, nine yes. players signed up finishing off with Natasha Thomas last week yes. and, and since I wrote the article opening up with a lovely 6-0 win at, uh, on uh, Sunday, yeah. which was um, which was very nice after the Burton result on Saturday. It is, yeah, uh, yeah. And a quick plug: if you've never been down to watch the women, they play at Felixstowe, um, and it's, you can just have a, you can go on and have a beer, can't you? You can have a beer in the ground. You can have fish and chips beforehand. Yeah. Sit by the paddle, exactly. have a paddle, and then go and watch the women. This yeah. and they play such lovely football. They do like, beer inside of the pitch as well, which is absolutely always nice. yeah. They've got a nice little bar there, haven't they? Yeah, first home game this Sunday. Crawley Wasps yeah. kick off at two o'clock. Um, yeah, five. It's only a five for adults, three pound for concessions. Yeah. And if you're a true blue, um, take yep. your badge down and you can get in for free. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Brilliant yeah. football to watch. And they've, they've started life in the third tier as they finished it in the fourth. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, who'd have thought they'd go up a tier and then win 6 0 away? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Carry on then, Matt. Yeah, so. Um, that that's really it in coming the issue. Um, we'll be selling, doing our selling arrangement slightly different this time. Obviously, taking into account oh, that yeah, there's the additional COVID um, procedures to follow getting in the ground, and it, obviously we'll know from the Morecambe game it, and those that would have been at the, the Newport League, ga- League Cup game. Um, it takes a bit longer to get in. So rather than starting at two like we normally would, we're going to be selling from one thirty uh, in the usual spots by Sir Ralph, um, top of Portman Road and near the entrance to the fan zone. Um, and we'll be finishing slightly earlier than we would do, probably about 2.45, just so that we've all got time to get ourselves into the ground as well. Um, one pound as usual. We've not increased the price at all. Um, uh, we're hoping, we're asking if people can have exact money on them just, just to minimise... Um, sort, of ha- sort of handling of cash in terms of handing people back change and sort of remaining COVID yeah. safe so if you can obviously we understand not everybody will be able to but that that would be our preference if you can have the, the right change on you um, reminding people to take cash full stop a lot of well, us I, mean, I haven't used cash well. for ages yeah no I know I've had to start getting back into the habit as yeah. well and, and for those that aren't comfortable yet to come back to Portman Road we will be putting um, copies on sale on eBay as usual um, so keep an eye out on our 
or Twitter account. Uh, I know I know you ventured to a certain pub which should remain uh, named, <laughs> the Greyhound, yeah. um, before the game. Do you ever sell any up there while you're up there? Yes, hopefully we should be. Um, if uh, if our copies arrive at the Hound before we leave, um, we'll, again, we're going to be getting in there a little bit earlier than usual because we'll be leaving it <laughs> earlier it, than usual. Excuse. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll balance it out and all that. Um, yeah, so um, if the copies have arrived, we should be selling. And obviously, we'll be put a tweet out on the day if, if we've got a few advanced copies um, for sale in the ground. Cool. Um, but if you follow us on Twitter, it's turnstile underscore blue. Um, obviously, we'll be putting more information um, as we go forward. Um, look forward to seeing people. Um, grab your copy where you can. The last four or five issues have sold out on the day. Um, so if we haven't sold out, we will be selling before the AFC Wimbledon game the following Saturday. Yeah. But if um, if we go to form, uh, they might all we be might gone sell by then. In the first week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I say, if you're not able to make the game for whatever reason, uh, keep an eye on our Twitter feed for details of how to pick up a copy. Okay, I'm going to have to rummage in my sock drawer to see if I can find the odd pound coin now <laughs> for Saturday. Because <laughs> that would be a nightmare. I think oh, I must buy a turnstile brew and then I haven't got a single yeah. penny on me. So, right. Have you got anything else to say on that before we go into the grim stuff? Oh, I think we're going to have to go there now, aren't we? Go on to tweets. Actually, yeah, before that, <laughs> I was I went to Cheltenham yesterday, took game of two halves. I think everyone knows what it was like. Mm. Um, should have been two up. I, I don't know how um, Bond missed that goal. I've given the benefit of the doubt that possibly the ball spun slightly backwards, so it wasn't as easy to head it as everyone thinks. Mm. Um, that's the only thing I could think of, because there's no reason why he wouldn't just head that in. But uh, two nil and we'd have won it comfortably, I think. But yeah, I think we failed at the final hurdle. Is that is that too cheesy a pun? When well, talking we, about have, Cheltenham? we have, uh, <laughs> I think, one of our tweeters. I'll do them in the order they came in, as I always do. But I think one of our tweeters did uh, use the analogy of a hurdle and, um, and a horse, of course, to go mm. over the hurdle. Mm. Uh, Mullet, I love Rakeem Harbour. It's Arpa. He's, uh, he's now changed from Will Keane and... Uh, Andre Tazel, just like me, and he now loves Rakeem Harper, which means that we can say goodbye to Rakeem Harper very soon, I'm guessing. Uh, not that I'm suggesting that Mullet's cursed anyway. No, <laughs> or me, because I'm the same as Mullet. We both like people that most people don't, or a lot of people don't. Harper has impressed me so far. Yes, he has. Um, has Cook assembled a team of coach of coaches he knows and trusts, or a set of drinking buddies? That's sort of quite a that's sort of thing doing rounds today, wasn't it? It is, and I think a lot of those comments were made at sort of the time of the appointment, and it does seem. Um, obviously, I think everybody thought that Liam Richardson was going to come across and, and join up with Paul Cook in the summer, but obviously he got the Wigan job. Yes, now, and it, it's a case of. Um, <laughs> Did, does the double act need to be there for Paul Cook to be successful? Mm. Um, it does. It does kind of look from the outside looking in that he has kind of appointed some mates. Really, does uh, with, with haven't got the experience maybe, and mm. I, I know we've sort of got the, all this talent in the squad, and we've done some really good business in the transfer window. Um, but if we've not got the right coaching staff to get a tune out of them, is it's it's not going to help. However many good players exactly. you sign, it does feel. I'm um, hopefully. I, I don't want to get panicky. I mean, I was very disappointed with the result mm. last night to the point I put a tweet out and unfortunately sort of drew the ire of some Cheltenham fans for daring to suggest I should be disappointed we were losing to Cheltenham <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it, we're, we're a few games in it's disappointing um, but it is it is early days yet I think a lot of people are going to be nervous because we, we were all a little bit it'll be fine it'll be fine in 2018 when mm. we had a similar rip up with a new yeah. manager and, and we all know how that went that went yep absolutely um, and we haven't quite hit rock bottom yet there is a whole other professional division below us still yeah. uh, 
Yeah. So, um, and the elder Grizzly followed that with a very similar one. Uh, Mr. Grizzly said, uh, "Huge overall of squad combined with what is in reality a very inexperienced coaching team. Who challenges Cook like Richardson would have done? This is pretty much what we've just covered. But absolutely, that's it could prove a problem. But we don't. We'll see, won't we? I'm guessing over the next few weeks, we'll see. I mean, we we pick up a decent win against MK Dons at the weekend, and we could then go on a run." Um, yeah. there's, there's signs there. The difference between now and oh, Hurst uh, is that there was there was no sign that no. it was going to gel or click. No. Whereas um, players like Harper and Evans have impressed me. Certainly, the way they were sort of spraying balls out to the fullbacks uh, against Morecambe um, and Edwards has know, been extraordinary yeah. when he came on at Burton, and then he played most of the game last yeah. night. And, and, and when we scored goals, I mean, the move for Fraser's goal against Morecambe <coughs> yeah. was very good. Um, Penny, I've seen the replays of Penny's goal last night at yeah, Cheltenham, that and that was an absolute cracker. Um, so there's there's definitely signs there. Um, I'm still cautiously optimistic. Um, I, I wasn't expecting us to sort of blow away all comers at the start no. of the season, but I was expecting us to have picked up more than than we have. Than we have. Yeah, you know. I think everyone does. Um, the lovely Mrs. Nuts, if we sign Tozer and his magic towel, would it stop slower ball going on about throw-ins all the time? I think it would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> slower ball has a thing about throw-ins. He has a thing about lots of things, bless him. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will think we need to sign this guy, don't we? That'll, he won't be able to complain about throw-ins anymore. Possibly, we we need to get better at defending against set pieces because yeah. we got caught napping against Burton at the weekend. We've we've been undone twice by something that Cheltenham are very well known for with the long throws um, from an attacking position. Yeah, and on, on for both goals, I think it was we got caught out from a toes yeah. long throw. So that that's like, what they're yeah. going to be working on in training before the MK Dons game. Yeah, you'd think they would be working on that before the game last night, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? But hey ho, they probably did, but. Just couldn't cope. Alex Morton, welcome back, GB. Hello, Alex. Last night, the home side had some scripted plays for free kicks. Should we do the same? Do we do the same? I'm not sure. Have you noticed any scripted plays, as he calls them? I've not. No. (laughs) But we we have a good free kick taker now. We do have a good free kick uh, taker now, but the, 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 the set pieces we had against Morecambe, which is the only game I've been to this season so far, it, it did kind of feel a little bit erratic. We haven't got... There wasn't anything that was off off the training park, mm. so to speak. Um, so, it, that, yeah, I think we do need to work on set pieces. Cause we, we're having the attacking players we've got, we're going to get into positions more where we're more likely to win free kicks in an attacking position. Mm. So, yeah, I think we do need to start looking at how we're going to do that. Uh, I think I think we're also sort of, sort of beaten down by the fact that our... Set pieces have been so terrible for so many years. I mean, I, in the last Ipswich player I can remember taking a half decent free kick was Jimmy Bullard. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? and yeah. That, that was when he was on loan, but when he was still playing for a contract. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I was looking. I had one from Jules here, but who, who thinks he's got word of the day? But I've lost him. Sorry, Jules. I'll find it in a minute. Um, Tim Pashley, did Cheltenham pose too big a hurdle? You mentioned this earlier, didn't you? <laughs> too big a hurdle for the town horse. Newspaper puns are my theme for the season. Well done, Tim. We'll expect newspaper puns every week from now on. Uh, yes, it did seem to be too big a hurdle for the town horse. It did. <laughs> and and again, it's it, it's the same as the, the, or the saved penalty on yeah. Saturday. Bond missing what, he, like, like you say, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Perhaps the ball did spin. It looked like it caught him a little bit off guard. Yeah. But 
that was a point where you think we, we go two 0 up. We're in the ascendancy at that point, and you think we, we we go on and not necessarily steamroll them, but we comfortably see that game out at that point. And I was listening to it on Radio Suffolk last night, and my heart sank a little bit um, when I realised it hadn't gone in. And I thought, is this going to be another turning point like the penalty on Saturday? Yeah, exactly. And it was. And it was. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Um, and that's something we need to do. We're getting ourselves into into good positions. We, we've gone ahead now, which we hadn't done before last night. We need to get comfortably ahead and capitalise on the dominance because there are periods as well, particularly in the first half so far where we are dominating the game mm. but we're, we're still not making any end product Exactly. Jonathan Cook I've missed the show, glad it's back, hope you're well rested and ready for your comeback, just like a new signing, oh bless you Jonathan like a new signing, like an old signing you could say, thank you for that mate uh, Julian, good evening once again GB and Matt, a new season has begun but the controversy between expectations of the fans and the manager continues let's hope this Paul is not from the, wait for it, not from the consanguineous of the other Paul Please tell me that's the word of the week. Have a great show. It would be the word of the week, Jules, if I knew what it meant. Consanguineous? <laughs> yeah. Silence came the reply. I, silence we'll came We'll look it up, reply. Jules, and I'll get back to you on to whether that's the um, word of the day. I've still got Slower Balls Missive to read out, among other things, so that could end up as, as he might have a word of the day. But that's an impressive word there, um, Jules. Um, anybody think you looked it up? Consanguineous. I don't know what it means, but uh, you could well win the word of the day with that. Thank definitely, you, mate. Definitely. I think I th- I want to say I've got, I I've know what the spirit of the word, and I think it's in terms of being similar or something. So it's whether he's yes, it's going to turn out like the previous two pools that we've had, and, yes. and I hope not. I I really hope not. But at the moment, it, it's not looking great because we we kind of ended the season. We didn't improve under Cook at the end of last season. And it's what, four wins out of the last 20 games if you stretch yeah. back into the end of last season. It, it's not great looking. But there are mitigating factors. There's m- massive turnover in, in playing Player staff. staff yeah. um, there's Coaching still signings staff, to come yeah. through. I don't think we've seen the, the, the last of any signings. No. Um, so there does need to be given time to gel. So I'm certainly not going to be one that's calling for Paul Cook's head yet. But Mark Ashton has got a track record at Bristol of not having much patience for consecutive defeats um, with, with Lee Ashton. Um, was that after four consecutive defeats? Mm. No, no, not Lee, no, Lee Johnson. I'm getting names confused there. Um, and another manager. So he, he's quick, he has been quick to act as a CEO in the past. Mm. Um, and the owners have made no... Sort of, they've not disguised the fact that they want to get out of League yeah, One absolutely. as quickly absolutely. as possible. Um, so yeah. uh, we do need a quick reaction. And the worry thing is, if we go behind on Saturday, the good atmosphere that we had at Portman Road for the Morecambe game could, could turn could, could dissipate quite yeah. quickly. Yeah, that's a nice word there, George. You can use dissipate if you wish. <laughs> um, slow ball. Good evening, Blakers. Good evening, Makers. Love the show. I was and remain, and I remain cautiously optimistic. The feel-good factor is in abundance in quotes, or in brackets, it was. And despite the need to hit the ground running, it's very clear that time is required to allow this group of individuals to bed in and start playing as a team. Blackpool had a similar start to their successful campaign last term, with fans calling for Critchley's head before he turned things around. However, how long does the panel think this is reasonable to turn this poor start around. How long, sorry, is it reasonable to turn this poor start around? If we aren't in contention by Christmas, should we make a change or do you feel the project should be longer term and we target next season for promotion? One observation from last night, we were poor defending the long throw. 
We are poor with throw-ins. Not sure if I've ever mentioned that. Um, thank you, Sowerball, for that. Um, keep smiling. God bless Flynn Dans. Oh, dear. Controversial. Um, yes, well, we've solved your problem with the throw-ins because we're going to sign Mr. Tozer or whatever his name is, aren't we? Absolutely. And his red towel. Because <laughs> I think it's a magic red towel. Yeah, magic, it? It's obviously it's, it, it's akin to the magic sponge. It is. Akin, that's a nice word as well. Uh, yeah, so thank you for that, Sowerball. Um, yeah, if we sign him, you, you have no leg to stand on. Do you really? Because that, that's the end of your throwing rants. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and yeah, one from Malcolm. Whit- but uh, we've already covered Malcolm. If you want to, yeah, if you want to get in touch about the Paul Mariner, do. In fact, that whole weekend, it's all Ipswich and Mariner, isn't it? So mm. the Plymouth game on Saturday away at Plymouth, and the Sunday game with the women, Ipswich women at Plymouth, and then in the evening, Malk's organised this wonderful, uh, wonderful. Um, do if you want to call it that for uh, the wonderful the late great Mr Paul Mariner so that's um, if you want a Kevin Beatty Foundation just google that that'll give you all the details you need to know times and what to do and how to get there and everything else we have a few minutes Matt what are you making we have um, oh yeah we have one game this Saturday do we have a cup game next week isn't it about time we had a a cheese graters cup or something ridiculous yeah the the pizza trophy pizza trophy is it that's coming up against West Ham so I can't remember when that is but yeah it's funny that isn't it the people can't bother to remember it no no, it's funny that no MK Dons um, we really need to crack on and get a win Um, we we should uh, I'd like to say we we should company with the home support and that there has been some incremental progress on the pitch hopefully we can kick on Um, I'd like to say, I don't know, two, comfortable 2-0 two win. You think so? Would be nice. Team? Got a few, got a couple of minutes if you want to pick the team for us. Yeah, well, just trying to remember all the new signings. <laughs> Starting who, who can come I'll in tell me about where. it. I, I, um, I, I think I, the hard part of that is not just finding out who these people are. Because I had the team for the first game, I had it on my phone. So I just made sure it was there all the time so I could keep looking at the team and then looking at the phone. Um but in the old days of just one to eleven, that was so easy, wasn't it? But yeah. now forty-four, twenty-four, yeah. house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there, there's new something to say. Ed, Edwards might get another start again, or hopefully he will, because again, he, what I've seen of him so far, he, he's been very impressive. He, um, he was very impressive yesterday, and as as a lot of people said, they just stopped passing him the ball in the second half, which has cost us. But I feel sorry for Dobra because Dobra's an exceptionally good player mm. as well, and and he's sort of dropped him in lieu of Edwards and I can understand that because at the moment Edwards is the better player but it wouldn't it be great to have both of them in the side that would be yeah, it would be lovely I'm always good to see the homegrown players yeah at, and that of course as yeah. much as possible yeah um, and, and Dobre has, has impressed um, since he's been in the first team yeah. it would be ideal to get them on there I think if he's going to tweak he's probably going to tweak at the back I mean Danassian came in last night for KVY um, yeah that's from a, what I, that's can, what I can feel one. from Burton was that KVY did seem a bit off the pace against yeah, Burton but, so I do wonder if that was the change but don't you think that um, I think Robson would play kid, play players through a bad spell if, mm. if they've been unfit because you need games to get match fit again don't you and yeah. obviously KVY was a bit um off the pace but I think if you play him regularly then he soon pick up again if you just drop him each time that's not going to do him much good and, and to be honest I think he's a better right back I think Donassian does quite well at centre back but he's not as good a right back as KY Jelly No and um, obviously we're starting to pick up centre back signings because I mean, I mean hopefully Edmonton should be match fit soon so yeah. it could be that he comes yeah. into contention for Saturday um, Coulson centre back Coulson he, no he's a left back isn't he's he left-back, so isn't he? um, after watching Penny last 
Saturday week when we first the first home game, I was a bit disappointed, and I thought, well, Coulson will nudge him out. But uh, he's played quite well in the last couple of games, and he played yeah. very well. He scored that cracker scored, last scored night. Great goal he? last yeah. night, so that that will give him some confidence to build on. Yeah. I mean, Burgess made the bench last night, I think, so he he may yeah. look look for a starting position. I'd like to see Harper and Evans still sitting there if we're going to carry on playing the four two three one. Yeah, Harper and Evans sitting in front of that back four has been quite impressive. And he's playing Frazier so, wide, isn't he? Is he? And he shouldn't be, I don't seems, think. Seems, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's not. We've bought a very good number ten, and we're not playing him in a number ten position. Yeah, that's what it? I mean. Seems a bit odd. Um, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, again, there's. I think there's a lot of tinkering that Paul going to do to try and find his best setup with having some so many players come in and they've not. They weren't all there at the start of pre-season for him to. Yeah. To to find find that magic formula, and we've had we've had a few with Norwood. Out, Toto's out, you know. So I hope he he might come across it by mistake, you know. Yeah. Interesting uh, that he put um, what's his name in last night, didn't he? At the end, um, striker Jackson. Jackson, yeah. Yes, because he was very much part of the bomb squad at the start of the summer, yeah. wasn't he, Jackson? I'm, yeah. I, yeah, I'm surprised he got on the bench. Even yeah. more surprised he he got on the pitch. Really, he didn't touch the ball. I was talking to Dan, funnily enough, from the Greyhound, and ah. said we could have played there because we didn't do anything wrong. We wouldn't didn't do anything wrong. He never touched the ball. I don't think, honestly. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, have I got time to play us out? I haven't. I think you've got five seconds to say goodbye. Thank you, Matt. I'll do it for you. Thank you, Matt. Um, don't forget, Turnstile Blue, Portman Road, Saturday. Till next week. Bye. <laughs>